Welcome everybody to episode 19 of Leading Ladies Corpus Christi. I'm very excited to have my next guest, Lori Edwards, on. Uh, she's with Beach Peach Designs and also L. Edwards Art. Okay, so I just got to see your art in real life. Right. And you actually took me aside and kind of explained to me the process. And right. it involved a lot of dyeing, a lot of coffee filters. Sorry, that taken out of context sounds weird. It involved dyeing <laughs> a lot of coffee filters and drying them in a dryer. Correct. But uh, So how did you come up with this technique? How did you know? How, where did the inspiration come from? I mean, with these 3D sculptures that you had in there. I just sort of like, I just see the 3D sculptures and I don't see the sculptures. I see the space and then I think, oh, I want to put a sculpture there. That's kind of where it comes from. Um, and I kind of have to feel the space. Like I have to like sit down and spend time in the space almost before I can create the sculpture that I feel like goes okay. there. Okay, I think that's amazing. So yeah, you're almost letting your audience determine like your output kind of thing. Correct. Uh, but your audience being the, the space. Like, I, I love that. And so how long does it take usually for you to immerse yourself in the environment before um, it comes to you? Sometimes it's a space that I've just seen over and over again. And then a lot of times if I'm like sort of thrown into the space, it takes me about eight hours to really decide that this is what it's going to be. And so sometimes eight hours looks like a lot of taking it up and you know putting it up and taking it down and putting it up and taking it down wow. um and then but as they've evolved like over the past year or two um i have the pods already you know the, the pods have like i started with only a couple of little pods and they're probably about you know two three four feet sort of like organic shapes like mm -hmm. seed pods and then I, um, and I add new things to the sculpture. So sometimes when I take a sculpture down, I think, oh, that's really cool. Like I really like, like, especially if I just drop them, like I cut the cords and drop them mm -hmm. and how they land. And I'll always be like, oh, that's really cool. I really like that. So I take pictures as I deconstruct things. Interesting. So that, or, um, John will like roll, like he'll, I'll have long rolls of things and they won't fit in my car like that. And he'll <laughs> just like roll them up violently. And I'm like, oh, well, I kind of like that like that. Yeah. I really like that. And a lot of times I'll leave them just like that. You know, I leave them in their state that they that they came out of, and so, and that's and so like I come across things by accident, I think, and so sometimes like because I teach like family art time, so I work with small mm -hmm. children. I was gonna sometimes, ask you about that. You beat me to the punch. I um see um I'll be I have to look and find new ideas, right? So I have to find an idea to teach family art time, and when I'm looking on Pinterest. I'll see something else that strikes my attention. Well, this this lady, she was making valent. So I used to, when I was dyeing the coffee filters in the beginning. Mm -hmm. um, I which I mean, I'm just blown away by right. how it turns out. Yeah. It's just so beautiful. It's like the only way I can describe it is like an ombre. But I'm yes, sure that, is right. that the term? Yes, that okay, is cool. exactly. Yeah, she dyes. I was dyeing them with like in very small batches because, um, and I wasn't wetting them either mm -hmm. um so saturating the coffee filter and um i saw this lady she was making a valentine's wreath with coffee filters and they were pink and i was like well how did she do that right yeah. like click through click 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 and then i saw it and she was and she was drying hers in the oven well you know once you click <laughs> on pinterest 
then Pinterest starts showing you other yes, things it's like a black it. Hole. Right? Absolutely. And so like a month I drew I dried them in the oven forever. And then um sometime back in like um October or November last year, I saw somebody who was throwing hers in the dryer. Like so she was mm-hmm. making these weird little Valentine wreaths. And she was throwing hers in the dryer on low. And I didn't have access to a dryer that I could do that. Um, and then we got, we moved into Nuasis Lofts. And I got my own dryer. And Woo! I was like, yes, Progress. in the dryer they go. <laughs> um, my dryer is very colorful now. <laughs> yeah, actually, I have to see that before I leave. This yeah, is the second time you mentioned it. It's very colorful. It looks just like my sculptures. Oh, it, I love it, them. It doesn't come off. And I've tried everything. Like I tried the first time I did it. I was like, oh, I need to clean this because this is bad. Um, nah. Nope, it this is an artist dryer. It's, it's permanent, it doesn't yes. come off. This is how an artist dryer should look. <laughs> so, like, yeah, so I mean, it's just interesting to me, and the way that I dye them is I have, um, I have a, um, like, it goes, like, in a, if you were going to repot, like, a hanging basket, mm-hmm. and you put these weird little plastic things inside them, yeah. that's what it is. Okay. So it'll fit 500 coffee filters. Wow. So we absolutely go into HEB, and if I'm getting ready to build a new piece to a sculpture, we probably buy about 1,000 to 1,500 coffee filters. Yeah, you are keeping the coffee filter business <laughs> and going. And I'm sure that people, like, look strange at us. We have no coffee in the, in the, in the buggy, but I've got 1,500 coffee filters. <laughs> And, oh this, God, and so, excellent. like, I start with a color, and I almost always exclusively start with pink. Mm-hmm. And, um... Is that because it's easy to modify? No, because I love pink. Okay. All right. I love that. I, I mean, that's the pink. simplest and best right. answer. You know, I only, I, only, I only create with colors that I love. Like, you can mm-hmm. look at the painting I have in front of me. This is kind of yeah, like... Yeah, I, I can't stop you know, looking at it, actually. The color scheme that I use almost exclusively. And so, I just will start with the bright pink, and then I always figure I need pink. I do about 500, and then I start adding red, so then I start getting, an, so I pull the coffee filters out, and there's pink water. Okay. And then I will add a little bit of orange, and I drop them in about 100 at a time and start flattening them in there. And I'll just start, I'll just squirt the paint straight on the filters, and as they wet, that's how it gets that mottled effect. It is so um. awesome to behold. It, and they're really cool, and so um, they all go in the dryer, and then I start with pink, and then when I ran through all the shades to pink to orange to yellows and stuff like that, I'll switch over to, like, the greens or the blues. But it takes me about um, an hour, an hour and a half-ish to, to run through 1,500 filters to dye them all. Okay, just dyeing them. Just dyeing them. Okay. And then as I'm dyeing them, I'm throwing them all in the dryer. I'll stop and start the dryer, and it takes about four hours to dry that okay. many. And you dry them all at the same time. Yeah, and so okay. I don't really care that the color and the color doesn't mix because I I thought that well, the color's gonna. I mix. didn't I didn't think about that. I'm glad yeah. you brought it up. I thought the colors would mix and they really don't mix. Um, and then they when they come out they're they're fluffy like popcorn. Really? Yeah. So they're really fluffy. Okay. And so we catch them in a big IKEA bag and we like shovel them all out like popcorn. <laughs> That's funny. And then John sits on the couch and flattens them all flat for me. Okay, just like manually flattens, flattens them. every single okay. one of them. So it's a long process, and um, I can almost stuff a chicken wire sculpture faster than he can flatten them. Sometimes <laughs> I have to help. And so, like, um, one that's about two to three feet, it takes about 45 minutes a foot okay. to oh, stuff it. Okay, wow. Okay. That's it's kind of like the... the okay, yeah. wow. 
Yeah, I mean, so it, it's intensive. It's intensive. It's labor intensive. Yeah. And so, and so I, what I think is funny, just in that little bit of time I spent with you in your room where you were showing me your uh, your sculptures, was a woman came up and said, oh, that's how you launder counter counterfeit money. That, that, that's that's that the same hilarious. process. <laughs> so I can't help thinking about that now. But <laughs> another thing I noticed when seeing your sculptures and you're commenting on your color palette is you're very whimsical, which I love. Right. And a comment you made to me for the reason you do that, do you remember what you told me? Because it makes you happy. And because you said that a lot of art is dark. Right, it is. Yeah, and so you can't help feeling joyous looking at your right. art. I mean, I love it. Like, if I had a baby girl, there'd probably be, like, a ton of your stuff in there. I mean, it's that kind of magical... It just has that vibe to it. Right. And so have you always been that way yes okay so tell me how did you know you were did you know from the get-go like this is what I'm gonna do and this is what I'm gonna make or how, how did your journey evolve so like as a young child I drew well and I believe that all young children draw well I mean we just start judging ourselves and quit drawing well kind oh my of. gosh that's so true um but so I used to babysit for an artist and um I babysat for her in my you know like 10 11 12 so I could she, I babysat for, and she taught me an art lesson, right? I babysat, and I babysat wow, for her. What a cool so, agreement! Right, so she could have studio time, mm -hmm. and then at the end of the studio time, and when my time was up, she would give me a lesson, as like payment. Yeah, that is so right. Wow. So I they don't do that kind of stuff. No, anymore. right? Yeah, and so um, I, when I went, you know, I I took art and through high school and we were military so we moved a lot mm -hmm. so you know I always drew I always sketched I always took art classes and I went to college and when I went to college uh, I was gonna study computer science really that's so right like, like what is that right right brain yeah that's so right brain and you're so yeah yeah that's interesting and so um but that was like in the mid 80s mm -hmm. and you women weren't you know, I was the only girl in the entire computer lab. Which says so much about you. And um, I loved it. I, I loved computer science. But then I took an art class just like on a whim one day. And I was like, I, I want to be an art an artist. Like this yeah. is, like I didn't even, didn't even like, it, like not even as a choice. And the joke in the family is my dad told me I had to graduate from college. <laughs> He didn't tell me I had to have a job when I graduated, right? Absolutely. And so I graduated from college with a degree, with a Bachelor of Fine Arts in printmaking and photography. I love it. And gotta read that fine print, Dad. Yeah, gotta read that fine print. And so, <laughs> you know, and my parents have always been huge supporters of me. That was just to me mega important. Right. So when I went to do, you know, when I needed to print a six-foot woodcut by hand, my dad was right there with me printing the six-foot woodcut. It took us about seven hours. Mm -hmm. When I needed a new camera, my dad bought me a new camera. Like, he wasn't, like, unsupportive of my habit. I, that make I mean, because look at you, even now, you're, you're re referencing that. Like, those right. helped you get where you are. Absolutely. Yeah, that's amazing. And, you know, and so then I did, you know, I got married. I had the kid. Um... <laughs> I was a mom for 22 years. I'm still a mom. He'll be 20. He'll be 22 his birthday, and you know you do the mom thing, right? And so I didn't do art mm -hmm. during that time. Wow. And so um, it was waiting in the wings, though. Right. 18 years later, um, I I got rid of his dad. I divorced his dad, and I went back to school. 
But I had been gone for so long that it didn't even occur to me that I should get my MFA. Yeah. I just went back to school and got a second PFA. Interesting. And that's in what? In art. Okay. In printmaking. Yeah. Um. <laughs> hey, I mean, to me, you have been driven towards what you want. And right. it's that. You know? And so, like, I went back to school and I studied graphic design for two years. And I missed the graphic design cutoff by two students. Oh, my god. That was, like horrible and then i did what do you mean like heartbreaking yeah it was like you know yeah i was and those two kids dropped out i was so annoyed oh like that is the worst right so um i did a year in um i studied textiles for a year which was very cool because i really loved because that is cool in the middle of that 18 year gap i um i ran my mom's quilt shop wow so um that was cool to me to be able to study textiles at like that level and mm-hmm. dyeing fabric and those sorts of things. And then, um, you know, teenager, teenagers, you're not there yet, but, um, right. I, we moved back in with my parents so I could finish my degree. And so I went back into printmaking and, um, that year was like my master's degree year. Um, I had a professor who was basically just like, you can do whatever you want. Like, as long as you're producing work, just go for it. Do right. what you want. And so, um, and did you like that kind of freedom? I did. Okay. And, and because I, 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 would too. I was there, right? Like I, I, I was already there. Yeah. Like, um, and so I practicum under, um, a now international artist and, um, she did large scale installations also. And so that gave me that sort of like push, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was helping her install a flat piece on the wall and she was like, so what do you want to do? Like, what do you want your show to be? Like your, your BFA show? I was like, I don't know, but I want to do something really big. And she goes, then do something really big, right? Like, yes. go for it. That's do this the kind big of thing. environment you need to be in, where it's not like, oh, you think so? You know what I mean? Right. Like, it introduced the doubt right. that you mentioned earlier. And so, like, I, I and so like and that, that was, like, working with her, installing with her, and she works with Chicken Wire also, um, was just, like, this huge, like, revelation that I could do this, right? So I graduated, and I... Um, Where'd I, you graduate from? Um, Georgia College. Okay. So it's like this little liberal arts university that's probably about half the size of Texas A&M Corpus Christi. Wow. I like the sound of it, though. Yeah. So a little tiny town. It used to be an all-girls school, so it used to be the state capital of Georgia, so all historical buildings. It's really cool. It's yeah. really beautiful. That sounds cool. I just want to go to Georgia, period. Yeah. But... It's pretty in Georgia. Yeah. Um, and so I I worked at GEICO for a couple years in the total loss department, and that was really not fun. <laughs> and... <laughs> Praise you for do yeah, anything with insurance. Oh my yeah. gosh. And so when we decided we were moving here, John said, this is your shot. You've never had to, you've never had like just the shot where you don't have to be a mom. You don't have to do this. You don't have to do that. Just go yep. for it. Yep. So um, we'd been here about three months when I got my studio at K-Space and I just went for it. And so I guess I've only been here three years. Yeah, that is uh, amazing. I mean, it's like you, you went on this kind of journey and, you know, uh, did these important things in your life, and like now you're here. Mm-hmm. Now are, I'm here. Are y'all planning on staying? Uh, it's up in the air. Yeah. You know. So yeah. we're still, you know. I mean, I, we like it here. I have, a, you know, we have. I have this great community family around mm-hmm. me, and 
I do so many, like, um, you know, I do at the Art Center, and I teach outreach, and right. I love that. Yeah, and I love that. I do art in the garden with Grow Local, and, you know, I help with all the community Tell murals. me about that one. I don't know about the, the that one with Grow, with Grow Local. I don't know about that one. So Grow Local is a learning garden over on Upriver Road off of Leopard. Okay. And so it's in the Oak Park community, so it's in an underserved community. Right. And so they have a learning garden, so you can go in there and garden. You can have a garden plot, and they'll teach you how to garden. What? It's amazing. You know, I had no idea. Yes. This. And so... Thank you for telling me. They also produce they also do the farmers market on Wednesday nights at the art center. Okay. So I have been to that and right. I really really like it. And so Girl Local is the front table and they always have produce for sale and stuff. Mm -hmm. And they do a lot with um like that sort of community outreach growing. Like how do we how do you get how do we teach kids how to be this? Right. Like how do we expand them away from kind of the television how do you expand them outside because yes. we don't go outside as kids anymore how do no. you get them used to playing in the dirt and there are bugs out there mm -hmm. you know those sorts of things it's okay and so, to be dirty yeah and so like um they have a partnership with oak park um schools and they do an after school program and so i will go in with the after school program yeah so how yeah what do you do like what's your so involvement with that? my involvement with that is i just do art with the kids so mm -hmm. i do like i'll do nature inspired art like sometimes we will gather flowers and pound them with rocks onto paper and show them that the flowers have dye in them and they transfer to the paper mm. um we painted a mural on the side of the barn with them what's the age range Oh, they're they're like fifth through seventh, I want to say. Okay. So I I don't. They take think... direction pretty well. Yeah. Well, most kids take direction. Mm -hmm. You just have to. <laughs> yeah. Nudge. Most kids take direction. Um, littler kids take direction really well. Mm -hmm. I mean, honestly. Um, and I, but I feel like there's younger ones there too. And then they do a lot with Youth Odyssey with the same program. Okay. And so, um, and what a lot of people don't realize is that these community programs are funded by grants. Yeah, a lot of people don't realize. A that. lot of people You're so right. don't realize that. Like, um, we get, and so we get paid a living wage to be able to teach art, mm -hmm. and that's huge, right? Like, um, Coastal Coastal Bend, um, they they give grants every year to help the mural camp. Okay. And um, the Texas Women for the Arts. Oh wow. Um, the National Education, the National Arts Endowment. Um, all those things to get grants written for all these things. And so they partnership with, like, um, K-Space. Mm -hmm. That's usually how I'm sent out. And so we go to the women's shelter. We go to the senior centers. We go. Yes. And we just take People art. People who need that, that kind right. of We just take thing. art to the community. And yeah. that's just what we do. And it's really great. I get to, like, um, I, one of the elementary schools for their awards honors night, like, these kids have, like, you know, either gotten perfect attendance or some sort of award for that nine-week period they have an awards night, and instead of it just being people handing out, mm -hmm. you know, awards to them, they get a treat. So their treat was they had art night. Oh. And so that was fun, too. I got to do art with, like, you know, I get probably like 100 kids and their parents. Wow. And so that was really fun because it's a school that, you know, they might not have art. You know, we don't, and that's the thing. They don't have, they're, not all elementary schools have art from kindergarten on. Right. And, and uh, I think they're third grade when they go to art now. Oh, okay. Right. See, I remember having art always, but I mean, right. I, things have changed. I've been out of school forever. And yeah, I know that they're, you know, people are trying right. to 
remove funding and that kind of thing. And yeah, right. I mean, it's just, it's so important and so right. critical. I mean, look, look at like all the local artists here, yourself included. Right. So yeah, I love that you're going out there and doing that kind yeah. of thing. So tell me about your first solo show. That happened pretty recently, right? So my first solo show yet was three, was two and a half, three years ago, maybe? No, Viral was two years ago. What's it called? It was called Viral. Interesting. And so that's kind of like, it wasn't when I met Myra, but it was when Myra found my art. Okay. She had come up there, but I did not meet her that night. It mm -hmm. was a couple of months later that I met her. Mm -hmm. um, and so I did a show because upstairs at Case Base, the ceiling's really old. And there's a hole in the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of those things, like, this is exactly it. There's a hole in the I love ceiling. These and I kept thinking, I want to make something that comes out of that hole in the ceiling. <laughs> and that... That's what I did. I painted 16 feet pieces of paper and attached them to the attached them to the to the hole in the old tin ceiling and they cascaded down. That sounds amazing. And um so it it was the first time that I was like, well that's not what I meant for it to look like, but it turned out really cool. Um but that was my first solo show and it was really fun. Mhm. Mm and um you sound like you just have fun with it you're constantly going with the flow like I the do. little bit that i know about you and so you just roll with it a lot of what i do is like if you're going to install in a public place the public is going to see you install yes and so if it doesn't go the way you want it to go sometimes it's just you know bad word bad word bad word right <laughs> You can't do that in Speak public. Speak yeah. You know, you can't do that in public. And so, like, that show didn't go the way. And I literally was like, fuck it, fuck it, fuck it. And one of <laughs> my studio mates walked in and kind of, like, turned around and went back down the stairs. And I thought, oh, I can't be laid in the floor, like, having this tantrum in the middle of a gallery. <laughs> I'm a grown adult. Oh my god! It was so like that's just passion. Okay, <laughs> that's what that is. That's passion. And so like that, but that show like spurred me on to um, we do contemporary art month here every year, and um, the first year when's uh, art month? Contemporary art month is um, March. Okay. Um, and so it's either March or April because we moved it. The first year I did contemporary art month. I was really shy and I was like, I just kind of took the space that I had. And then the second year I had heard about Julian gold mm -hmm. and it's, you know, the, the fancy dress shop mm -hmm. and I, and, and they have a hard time placing artists there because the windows are not UV protected, Oh. but I wanted Ju I wanted the window. Okay. And so I went to Michelle oh, and I said, I want the Julian gold window, please. Can I have this? And so I, I knew I was doing the Julian Gold window, and so I was super excited because it was really public, mm -hmm. and I was super yeah, excited. Yeah, that's hugely public. And so what happens also is we have to do a piece for the Start Here exhibit at the Art Center. Okay. And I said... When was this, by the way? It was two years ago. Okay. Not this contemporary month, last contemporary month. Mm -hmm. And I said to... Um, so we're standing there, and we were actually at Myra's mural cutting her ribbon ceremony mm -hmm. and um, Michelle and Cheryl were like 
you should wrap a pole at the art center. And I was like, that would be so cool. Well, I don't know. A, I don't know if you realize those are 20 foot poles. I know. I had no idea. Um, <laughs> and they were like, oh, I bet that she won't, they won't do it. And I was like, well, they can only tell me no. Right? Yes. They can only tell me no. Yes. Everyone should live by that. And so I went up to Sierra and I said, I really want to wrap a pole. <laughs> and she was like, what? Yeah, that can be interpreted in a couple of ways. <laughs> and so we discussed it and we discussed the parameters and I had to go to Diana, who's the executive director over there. And I had very definite parameters of how far out from that pole I could go. Mm -hmm. Right. And I, I wrapped the pole and it, and it was something that Corpus Christi had never, ever seen. So you're going to have to break it down for me. When you say wrapped the pole. So I took one of my paper sculptures, because at the time I was still using those 16 foot pieces of paper. Mm -hmm. And I wrapped them around the pole and created a sculpture that flowed from the ceiling at the art center down to the floor. Wow. Okay. And so wow. that led to yeah, because I mean, I I was literally picturing like you're 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 just kind of shaping the pole with paper, but like you you made it into something else. Yeah. Wow. I wish I hope you have pictures. I do. Okay. So <laughs> I gotta see. My son is really big into music, and so I named them. I go through like flows of how I name my art. It's really abstract, but um, that one of them. The one in the art center was called Fade In, mm -hmm. and the one at Julian Gold was Fade Out. Okay. And so I, I have to, like, when I create, I have to do, I, so I did two pieces, so I had to divide my sculpture in half. Right. Okay. And so they were very closely related to each other. They had the same kind of flow, but one of them went down the wall vertically or horizontally, and one of them went straight up a pole. And so how do you, like, how did you make the distinction? Like, so how were you like, okay, this one's fade in and this one's fade out? I didn't. I just decided when I was done. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think it just comes to you, which I it's think so is so cool. It's like you're tapped in, and when it comes, it comes. Sometimes, and sometimes I just name things, right? Sometimes I'm like, okay, this one's fade in and this is fade out. Yeah. And I kind of have an idea in my head, and I have a rough sketch. Um, and so that's high up. Like, I don't know if you realize, but 18 feet up a ladder is high. So that led to Diana coming to me and saying, hey, we really want to do this thing for Arts Alive, and we want somebody to put a sculpture on the side of the art center, and we want the community to do it. Oh, my gosh. And I was like, sure. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like loads of fun. I need 150 foot of chicken wire, and I don't know how much. You know, I need a 1,000 zip ties. And, like, that was, like, the first time I ever had to, like, you know, like work with, you know, because it, it had to be attached to the side of the art center, but it had to be capable of being done by small children also, because I let, kind of, I let people direct me how, how it was going to look. Like I had an idea in my head, but if a kid yeah. had a better idea, I was going to do what they wanted to do. How cool is that? Um, and so during Arts Alive this past year, we put a sculpture on the side of the art center. <laughs> But, and and I think it was like the craziest thing. Yeah. No problem. Let's make it happen. And that gets me in a lot of trouble sometimes because I'm like, God, that sounds like a great idea. Which leads to like Kaylee at the exchange saying, hey, I want I want you to put a sculpture in the rafters at the exchange. <laughs> well, that sounds like fun too. <laughs> so it, it gets me, you know, I get to do really fun projects and I get to be out in front of the public and people are like, you doing what? Mm-hmm. Like, what's it supposed to be? Well, I don't know. What do you think it's supposed to be? You know? And then, like, 
And you're getting them involved in that kind of way. Right. Which I think is you know, and so great. It, it, it brings art down to a more um, accessible level. Mm-hmm. Like, it's kind of what I, you know, like, if it's, like, dark and sad, like, it's not, it's kind of not as accessible, I don't think. You know, that it, yeah. you know, I still get a lot of, how would you put that in your house? Well, I don't really think you're supposed to put it in your house. Mm-hmm. Like, I hang my sculptures up all the time, but I have, like, you know, 13, 14 foot ceilings. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, um... But I don't, like, I don't think of them being, like, permanently placed in somebody's house, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's, that's sort of, like, an odd, I don't think of it like a painting. Well, I almost feel like your whole approach to your art, there's not any permanence. Because you were saying even after you take it down, you make changes to it sometimes. Right, see, because, like... Yeah, it never ends. I I think that's so cool. How often, I mean, I don't know, but it seems to me that a lot of people are like, well, I'm done with that piece, like, time to move on. And you're constantly... Like, your uh, perspective changes concerning right. your art. And, and, and uh, that's such, like, a neat thing to hear. And something you also told me was that sometimes you have an idea about how this chicken wire is going to go. So tell me about that. <laughs> Again, sometimes you think audience. to yourself, oh, I'm going to have this brilliant three-foot symmetrical circle. <laughs> you have to drop the symmetrical in there. <laughs> and it's not going to be pokey-outy on one side and pokey-inny on the other side. It's going to be perfectly straight on the sides. <laughs> and sometimes chicken wire just doesn't do that. And it's got weight to it. So you, like, have to, like, you have to decide that. Like, you have to, is how heavy is this going to be when I hang it from a ceiling? Or, you know, if I have to go up the ladder with it and I'm going to attach something else to it, you kind of have to weight it and balance it. And, like, you know, it's, it's, an, it's a balancing act. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like, like life. You know, you have to balance it out. And so, like, it doesn't always do what you want it to do. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I, I don't build all of my shapes. Sometimes I tell John. Sometimes I'm like, I need, especially, like, if I'm in a crunch, hey, I need a whole bunch of shapes like this. <laughs> Like roundy triangle things at the top, and then what he hands me is not roundy triangle things at the top. It's something totally different, and I'm like, "Oh, that works! I can yeah. do something with it." No, and that to me <laughs> is just so—it's just great. Like you don't stress over the in- initial idea; you go with it. And oh no, he'll tell amazing. you there's a great deal of stress involved with it, and you know, like it, it involves—you have to remember. I have somebody has to remember to feed me. Because <laughs> I'm oh probably God, not. I'd love to just be fed. And then kidding? sometimes, you know, um, I call my mom who lives in Georgia and I'm like, God damn it, it's not working the way I wanted to. And then like 10 minutes later, John shows up and he's got chocolate. Because my mom has clearly called John and said <laughs> she needs candy. <laughs> like, make uh. sure she eats real food with it after it. But, you know, it, it, it doesn't like... I always tell like kids when I teach them, art doesn't happen in a vacuum. Mm-hmm. Like we don't live our, we don't create art in a vacuum. We create our art like in a response to something. Well, I don't create art by myself. Like you know, it takes like, it takes like, um, those dream catchers. Like, um, Myra will say, "Hey, do you need help?" Absolutely, I need somebody to wrap all the wire or yarn around these dream catchers, and like she'll come in and like you know do it. She'll come in and do it. Right. Like you know, I need to stuff this giant six foot tube. Who wants to help? You know. No, and I so love that. So sometimes it takes it takes it takes other people helping us. We don't do it by ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, but I mean, you're just expanding upon your vision in that way, and I think right. that's great. Right. You know, and some sometimes it, it sometimes like you know like in December I thought it would be fun to do four installations in a week. And it really wasn't. Um, 
But that just means that we eat out, like, every meal and nobody gets clean clothes. Yeah. You know, because, you know. Sacrifices. You gotta make sacrifices. You know, (laughs) I apologize ahead of time. It's written on the calendar. I have to install every day this week. Yeah, so now you know. All right. Uh, But tell me about your Etsy shop. I got to look at it, and you have the cutest stuff on there. Right. So, like, okay, so that Etsy shop, it's, it's like, funny because we don't, like... And it's Beach Peach Designs, right? It's Beach Peach Designs. Okay, so. I started it before the hurricane, mm-hmm. and as artists, we have to wear like a ton of different hats. Like we have to be able to market, and we have to be like active on social media, yes. and we have to be at Art Walk, mm-hmm. and we have to do all these things on top of create artwork. Yes. And so I was reading this book on marketing, and I was like, well, I don't want to mess up my art page, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to create this other company. And I'm going to try all these marketing ideas out, but I'm going to try them on this beach beach first. So it's like a guinea pig thing. So it started out as just a guinea pig wow. thing. Wow. And so then, you know, Hurricane Harvey, we lived in Port A. It was bad. Like, life stopped for a couple of months for us. Wow. And my, my mom had neck surgery, and I had to go to Georgia for a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. And um, she was bored. And I was like, she, so she had seen this thing on Pinterest and it was these little glitter balls, ornaments. And she's like, well, let's make little glitter ornaments, right? Yeah, I, they're okay. so cute. I saw the cat one. I really like the so cat one. So we were just making the balls and they just said like joy or whatever. You know? Traditional. And I was sitting there with her and I was making them and I was like, oh, I could make a unicorn, right? <laughs> yeah, I saw you had like a whole week devoted to unicorn stuff. Soft spot for that. Yeah. So, like, I was like, I could make a unicorn, and then if I could make a unicorn, I could make a this. And I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, like, make business cards and do the, um, vend the market at, you know, um, Grow Local, um, Mm -hmm. the farmer's market. During, like, the six weeks before Christmas, they let crafters come in and vend, like, a bazaar kind of thing. I'm gonna do the market. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. I sold 80 ornaments. <laughs> Dang! In, uh... Like, four or five weeks. Yeah, wow. Yeah, so... I mean, were you taking, like, orders? Or no, I was just selling them, them. Good lord. And so, like, wow. um... And so, it was fun. And I was like, oh, that's really fun. I could really do something with that. But what happens at the... After Christmas? Mm-hmm. Well, I already started painting the little tiny paintings like this. Like the little tiny paintings. I love those. And I had done a couple little cactuses. And then, yeah, so those are new. Like, they've not even hit social media. Like, that's brand new. Yeah, they're beautiful. And um, I was like, well, um, for every ornament that I do, I'm going to do a painting. And then that just started. And then for And then I just started making decals because... They and they are cheeky as hell. I Abs- love them. Absolutely. I love them. And, like, it's just, like, got to make you laugh. Like, it's got to make you laugh. And so, like, you can buy the files to cut them, if, but I hand draw. Like, so if there's a cactus, I have drawn the cactus, scanned it in, and converted it to a cut file. So okay. that's my cactus. Yeah. Like, I drew that cactus. Oh, okay. Right? So that's why sometimes, like... And I, I don't even think about that, but I'm like, how many people use pre-made cactuses lots yeah yeah right so everything that i do is like so like you can like look at them and like not all of my fritas because what you're seeing them they're not all the same Mm -hmm. because i don't draw them all the same i don't use a stencil i just hand draw them and then i just paint them in and so sometimes their flowers are different Mm -hmm. and so 
my cactuses are kind of the same way. And so like, but I'm, it's like that small thing, you know, like I can, I can't afford like a three or $400 original painting, mm -hmm. but I can afford $20 and have this cute little painting of a cactus sitting yes. on my desk. Yes. And it makes it accessible. I mean, I think that's just most right. people. And so like that, it, so it became this thing where, um, yes, I do sculptures, but then I have this weird side business, right? Yeah, that started off as like an experiment, experiment. and turned into something really cool. I oh, there was one saying you had on one that just cracked me up. Don't be a prick. I, well, that one for sure with the cactus, but there was another one. And then uh, I, I like the, um, what is it, like fueled by coffee and chaos yeah. and Running on and caffeine and chaos and cuss words. Yeah, that, that was excellent. Absolutely. So... Okay, so it's just like a free fall. I saw one, and yeah. I really, I really want to just make it. And it says, "Powered by bitch dust and coffee." <laughs> oh, okay. You have to do that immediately because I guarantee you, you'll start seeing the word bitch dust everywhere. You have to. And do I was it. like, so sometimes I do see the saying, and what people don't realize, in a, as a business perspective, is when you see a funny saying like that, you need to go check trademark. Mm -hmm. So, like, anything, like, weird things are trademarked. Um, <laughs> and you do not want to get your Etsy shop shut down for that. But that is funny. Like, that's, like, you know. And so, like, you have to realize that, like, I'm not for everybody, right? Not everybody has that sort of But I like that. Sass. You don't want to be, like, basic. No. I mean, you know, that kind of stuff has its place. But, you know, that that's not you. No. And I think that just makes you even... Just better, you know? Yeah. And so, like, it's just it's just a little odd. And so, like, once you start embracing that side, it, it just sort of, like, comes out. And so we do markets. Um, mm -hmm. So we all do, we vend markets. Like, we vended Frida and stuff like that. And it's really, it's really funny. Like, you can watch people, and, like, they'll start walking by, and you can either tell that they're going to be super offended, <laughs> <laughs> or they just make a beeline and be like, oh, your stickers are two for five. Yes. I want this one, this one, this yes. one. And, like, you can, like, do, you know, like, maybe you can, like, just, I mean, and guys buy my decals a lot. Like, That's cool. It's, it's funny. And, they, like, it's, like, split. And so. No, super divisive. Yeah. But, uh, like I said, I, I love that. Yeah. That, that you're not for everyone. And even this has a big shot of whimsy to it. Like, there's yes. so much whimsy in, in your design. I, I love, I find that you don't see enough of that. Right. But, like, I, truthfully, I, I don't. Like, I love the kind of. It's fun, and it's, you know what I mean? doesn't take right. itself too seriously, and oh, I love that. And I don't, and I don't as a rule. Like, I'm like, you know, I'm, you know, I have a really smart mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and don't get rid of it. I'm not going to lie, you know, and so like, and, and my son equally has a smart mouth. Um, but it just kind of comes out. Like, you know, I'm not always appreciated some days, but, you know, it, it is what it is. Yep. But... And then this weird side of it is I'm super down to earth. Like, I'm probably the most practical person. And most people like are like, seriously? But I'm like, okay, that's a really bad way to do that. Let's mm -hmm. not do that. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like every once in a while I have to like, because I'm older than most of my friends, you know, by a good 20, 20, 30 years. And so like, sometimes I'm like, okay, I just have to be a mom. You need to not, yeah. <laughs> like, you know. Let me help so, you out. Let me, let me help you down this path. And so my role will be like, I don't need my friend. I need Mama Lori. Like, <laughs> I need I need you to tell me what it is that went wrong there. And so, like, and I like being that. I like being that, that person for, you know, 
I like being there for my friends, I guess, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, I can tell that about you. And I just want to thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to talk to me. And I just, this is one of the best conversations I've had in the longest time. Thank and so just thank you for being amazing and doing your thing in Corpus. And I hope we get to keep you for a little bit longer. Yeah, I know you're <laughs> we're rolling working stone. on that. But uh, yeah, just thanks so much and keep killing it. Yeah.